Welcome to another episode of In My Kitchen with Yvonne, where we dive into inspiring stories from educators, thought leaders, and visionaries. Today we have our remarkable guest with us, Aisha Bailey, a mother, a special education specialist, and the founder of OCIR. Put quite simply, a powerhouse. Now, before we jump in, a quick reminder to follow us on social media. My Instagram handle is the Teachers Champion Yvonne for the latest strategies, tips, stories, and programs at the Teachers Concierge. And also follow our podcast at Apple and Audible in my kitchen with Yvonne, where each week we bring you inspiring stories and tips on well-being in education. And if you're interested in personalized coaching for school leaders, visit our website at theteachersconcierge.co.uk and book a free 30-minute strategy call. We'd love to hear from you and explore how we can help you have a thriving school. Now back to my kitchen and our fantastic, wonderful guest, Aisha. It's fantastic to have you on the show. Ooh, love the intro, love that. And thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And the pleasure is all mine. Today, we're here to explore the unique challenges in education and the innovative solutions Aisha brings to the table. Welcome, Queen. It's great to have you. Can you please share a little bit about your background and your journey into education and becoming a special education specialist? So my background is, oh, let's start from the back back. So I did do counselling. I was interested in counselling, so I did a diploma in counselling. Um, I specialised on mental health as well as um, children with special needs as well. And I was a bit, um, is it really my calling? Um, and I did it for a little part. And doing grievances where with other parents, and I was like, mm, I don't know, if this is for me. This is for me. And then um, I had my son, and he had really bad anxiety at the time. Um, he went to school. He suffered a lot with anxiety, having a lot in the class, and uh, put my hat on. I thought, my son's five years old. He's got so much years of school. What am I going to do? So I thought, should I do a website? I thought, nah, a bit cliche. Let's do an app. So I learned to do an app by YouTubing, um, dedicated my life to that for a part. And then, yeah, here I am today, really, with podcasts, my own app, my own team, and trying to kill the game now and help as much people as possible, and parents as well. I do my own workshop as well. So yeah, trying, I'm trying. Oh wow, fantastic Aisha, that's a lot, isn't it? Quite a lovely journey as well, very natural how you got into it. Uh, so from counselling and then your own personal experience and putting you, you know, everything that you do from your own experience and especially from a mother's experience, that is so fantastic. Mm, thank yeah. you. If I take you back to education, mm-hmm. and especially with special needs that mm-hmm. comes with its own challenges, mm-hmm. can you walk us through some of the unique hurdles that you've encountered and how you've tackled them? 
Oh, that's a good question. Um, now I have got a team that helps me with that, but um, for us, because um, I'm going to say mental health at the moment, because when my son had anxiety at the time, what we had to do is <laughs> do loads of different um, techniques to help and to cope with that. But um, I feel like as a sen child, it's it comes with so much different levels as well. You know, you can have the extreme of where they're banging their head off the tables and there's another extreme as well as your mother dealing with that and you're getting no sleep as well. It's very challenging. And who can you call and who do you talk to? But I think to be specialised in it, I think to me, instead of having the credentials, which is a fabulous thing to have, there's nothing like having the life on experience and someone to talk to about the certain things as well. So it's very challenging and de depending on what areas of special needs there is and depending on you as a person as well. Because if you've only got one child and you're dealing with special needs, you don't know if that's a normal thing as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, I can't really answer that question because every child's different. Yeah, correct. What, what was the reason that you created the app was it because of your own experience and feeling like you were on your own or good question i feel like me creating this app at the time my son was non-verbal and um me sending him to school he was only communicating with grinding his teeth so um <laughs> there's only so much you can bring up at the school and that's how your child is so they're thinking get this girl off the road you know, um, and at the time, my son could only communicate with Brian and his teeth. So every time I'm asking them how my son is, they're telling me, oh, your son's fine. And I'm asking them, well, how do you know? How do you know? And they was like, couldn't answer me. They just put the phone down or he's fine. You've just sent him here. And sometimes they can get a bit abrupt with me. So um, I couldn't take that either. So I did um, volunteering, being a therapist, counselling, getting my gang over to help with school so that I can be nearer to my son and see what's actually going on and I found out that later on they said I weren't allowed to be in there because I was there through wanting to know how my son was than anything else which was quite true because if you've got a child that's non-verbal and is in a mainstream school, I don't know about anybody else but for me that's just a scary place to be because you're left wondering isn't it and, yeah. and especially that communication is not there so definitely tell us a little bit about the app then how does the app work and I'll say a little bit more as well I felt like <laughs> it was kind of messing up my mental health as well oh. you know so that was a big issue but I will tell you about the app so it's a communication tool it's called Okia mm -hmm. it's on Apple Store and it's also on Play Store mm -hmm. um, the app is for teachers as well as parents to communicate with children and we have a lot of variety work and stuff on there we have also therapists we have incident buttons we have tracking locations we've got planners for the day we've got big teachers so that they can make sure their people is easier We've got a communicational tool, we've got email. It's a massive app that's forever developing. 
it's took me three years to develop the app is absolutely amazing i'm not just saying that because i created the app i'm saying it because it's helped so many people and i've done a lot of research on it and i've had a lot of parents as well that who haven't got the uh, resources as well that use a tool to say thank you i've had people offer me so much money for the tool when they didn't have to so i know it's a very good tool and it's very helpful so i am very blessed and thank you Oh, thank you so much, Aisha, to you for all the people that the app is helping. And most importantly, like you say, it's, you know, it's about your well-being, it's about your mental health and the children's mental health as well. Just communication is a basic, isn't it? Mm. Mm. People don't know that it's not just about communicating, it's all about verbal movements and body language as well, because that's but body language is more percent than communication and verbal. So, and if you've got a child that cannot do hardly any, you know, you would worry as a mother. You would worry if your child's four or five. How are they? Because children can be vicious, you know, they haven't got filters. And they've got so many years of it as well, being four or five years old going into a school. So I feel like it was my not just my duty, but my job to help my son as well. And he is my king. If anyone knows me, knows I love my son dearly. And as you say, children have no filters, do they, at that age? And sometimes what's happening in the playground, if your child is not marvel, they might not be able to come and communicate that to you. That's right. That's right. Sometimes teachers might also not know how exactly to things when things have happened and especially in today's world where you have 30 students maybe in a class how do you yeah yeah so that I think that's beautiful and you know that like you've said you know all the positive impact that it's having speaks for itself can you maybe tell us as well about a specific instance where maybe um, there was a positive impact on well-being through the app where somebody communicated yeah, there's quite a few there's a lady come up to me because she's got a child that's non-verbal and her son kept wetting herself because the teachers didn't understand what the child was saying so every day he was wetting himself wetting himself now he had a tool to know to let the teachers know that i need to go to the toilet mm. so she was like thank you so much you know my son's always coming home smelling a wee mm. you know and this child's nine and ten years old, you know, and then there's a situation as well where she's got three kids and she can't afford to sometimes pick them all up. This one's got a location now so she can see where he is when he's walking home and she can, if he does get bullied, there's an incident where she knows what it means if he gets bullied and stuff. So she was thanking me for that as well because there's times where he has been bullied, thrown in the brook people have done some vicious things to him and he can't talk so these are things that you know it happens out there non-verbal children are more vulnerable I'm afraid they're so naive and so pure you know you tell them that there's a pot of gold out there they will believe so um yeah 100% echo that. I mean, my son, um, Aisha, my son's 17. My um, my younger son's 13. Um, and I had a friend over just a few days ago. We were discussing something that had happened. And exactly like you say, when kids are out there, you never know what's going on. 
So what we usually do, we have, because my sons have phones, we usually have Find My Phone. Mm. Um, and we were discussing this. My friend was saying, but how do you get them to turn their phone, my phones on? Because my son always turns his off. And I said, well, mm-hmm. I have mine on and they can see everywhere I am. Um, and that encourages them because they, you know, I, I can't say to them one thing, turn yours on and then mine's off or, or they can't see their mind. So because we have that, we can communicate. But then when you have a child who's done verbal, how do you then put that across? And I think that's where you up comes, you know, come, it gives that reassurance, doesn't it? And, and, and it, it enables you to at least have a handle on some of the things that go on. You say it's a big, well, scary world. You know what? Another lady come up to me as well. She lives in London, knife crime. At least she can see where her son is now and track where he is and not just track. If he needs help and he cannot speak, there's a button for them that records them and they have all that on there as well. And you can use this in the Kent of the Court of Law as well. So it's a very valuable thing for children as well as adults, you know? That's really good. I'd like to go back a little bit, um, Aisha, to your own experience. Um, I know you're a huge advocate for special education mm-hmm. um, because of the kind of personal challenges that you have faced. Would, mm-hmm. would it be okay for you to share one of them and then tell us how you overcame? Oh, um, I am dyslexic, so um, I, I used to always want these lovely jobs, but I could never do certain things. And I used to be like, what is going on? Why can't I do this stuff? Um, And it's only later on, when I was applying to do a course, then I found out that I was dyslexic. So there was, I think a lot of it as well as my wanting to do things and I I didn't know why I could do things. But I never let it affect me, I just thought maybe I'd learn a different way. So in that, I feel like it's made me push harder as well a lot in my life to um, want more, achieve more. And even for my son, I don't want him to go through certain aspects of things as well. I want him to know, mummy did this, you can do this. So I feel like if you, you can't be a raver about something if you haven't put in the trials and tribulation yourself, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like um, your experience and what you've overcome then becomes yes. a guiding light for yes. for other people and especially like you say for our kids, isn't it? Definitely. Um, there's a saying: "Forgive the the pun, monkey see, monkey do." Um, you know. So, for example, for us as parents, sometimes we tell our children to do things and they're not doing it, but then they see us doing something done bad. We don't always know that they're looking. Um, so 100% I love that, the fact that you yourself have overcome when you then speak to your child when he's facing challenges. It's, it's so much, much more powerful um, mm. to come from your experience and your living experience and how you've overcome the challenges. And you know, like when we were growing up, special needs was not, um, it was not a talked about thing, was it? It wasn't yeah. like... You just don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get on with it. You know what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, you just, especially like in a, you know, in a black setting, you just yeah. don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. why are you not doing these things? You know, your cousins, doctors, lawyers, 
Why are you, you know, what's going on? <laughs> it's so true. I mean, I grew up in in, um, in Kenya, um, in Africa, um, and I remember my aunt was a special education teacher back back when my, she was my mom's best friend. Um, but in school, I can remember kids who they went through like primary school and they had to repeat the year and repeat the year, and they just you know they just kept repeating the years. Mm. And then I would look at my aunt's kids because she, funny enough, um, she had a son um, who had mental health challenges and she was so, so beautiful with him. He's actually quite product a productive member of society. Um, and, you know, I, I always put it down to how my aunt was. But now that, when, you know, when you've become a teacher and you look back, you're like, oh, <laughs> what's going on then? Um, yeah, so hundred percent. We just grew up in, you know, we were just all go and study. What's wrong with you? Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. Or it, there was always you have to work hard and go to university, wasn't it? That was growing always. Up. <laughs> always. Go university. You have to go to school. Business. You have to go to school. That's the way forward. After that, you can have you're not getting A's, you know, there's something wrong with you. How come yeah. you're not going to university? And we're spending all these money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, um, so um, if I take you back to your experience, by the way, Aisha, and what you've gone through with your son, what has led you to, you know, creating the art and all the beautiful things that you're doing now with our podcast, you know, with, with your business, with the team that you've put together, um, all that journey you've come through, what's the one thing if you could look up, you could give as advice to educators who might be, you know, dealing with children going through some of these challenges? What the schools, what the schools, mm-hmm. a lot of the schools don't like change. Well, they oh. have to adapt to change because the world is changing. Not a lot of people do the textbooks no more. That's, a, that's, that's so dated. You know, you've got to move with the times. I mean, we're going to have AI soon. So you've got to get digital if we like it or not. So a lot of the things now, you know, some places they're saying they're banding phones. Yeah, they're banding phones. Because sometimes a lot of children use phones for the wrong things. But I feel like when you've got um, a send child or if you've got mental health, the, the, the way forward is having an iPad in schools. Not all day. You know, but a little bit of iPad, a little bit of forest walks as well, get in touch with nature. I feel like a lot of it should be as well, you know, mental health is a massive part of things. I think food as well, kids eat, is a massive part of it as well. I mean, you are what you eat, you know? So I feel like a lot of of things should be taken in place now. Even like the workplace now, they're doing mental health in the workshop now because they know you can't just run run like a horse all the time and expect the same results you know you need to you know you need to have time for yourself and maybe come off things and come back to things but you've got to put yourself first and i feel like the schools are today as well they are under a lot of pressure because the the, the staff are coming and going and they're not getting paid enough so it needs to change then there needs to be a change in a lot of things, but definitely in the schools because we our children spend a lot of time there as well. 
So we need to come up with something that's going to work for the parents as well as the teachers and the students. Because not everybody learns the same. Not every child is the same. Same. Mm-hmm. It's like the world, the more, the more we get globalised um, in the world, the more challenges we seem to have. But in school, it's as if that sense of community becomes a lot harder, isn't it? A, a lot mm. harder to nurture. So, you know, teachers are taking on a lot. Mm. As you so rightfully say, you know, well-being becomes, you know, it goes in the back, doesn't it? Um, how do you prioritise well-being? How do you make sure this, the, the, the kids are taken care of? I love that idea, you know, arrange more opportunities for them to go out and be in nature. Um, primary schools do it a lot better than high schools, don't they? Um, yeah, they do. And the thing is, what they don't understand is, I feel like with mental health and sin, there's not an age for anything. I don't mind going even in, in the woods and zinging it and feeling cool. There's not an age for that, is there, really? What they're saying at 15, 16, you shouldn't go for walks. The obesity level's gone up so much. I think a walk would do kids good. Oh, 100%. Rather than just pee, but like, can it build it into everything? And most children don't even do pee, they just get sick notes and say they've got this wrong and they don't want to do it and they don't want to sweat their makeup off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is true. Yeah, yeah. it's a challenging environment for educators and um, it's about finding those solutions and finding a balance, as you you so rightfully put it, because, you know, how do you balance touching those books which is so important when it comes to learning you know to using technology you know to um, to balancing the pay for the teachers to balancing the teachers staying longer in their positions to uh, it's a minefield out there and we have to find different ways of working it now talking about balance let's go back to balancing our professional life in our personal lives, especially um, for you, Aisha, you, you've got um, so many things going. You, you know, you've got the app, you've got the podcast, you've got your team. How do you balance your personal and professional life? What strategies um, you know, do you employ? Can you give us some advice how to maintain this balance? I find that hard to do because I, I don't stop, to be fair, but I like that. Um, at the same time, I'm learning now, if I'm not good at it, find someone else who is. You know, I'm still looking for a cleaner at the moment and a cook, so that would be my next tick. And I find more time to concentrate on my businesses and my my son. You know, so I reckon outsource the things you don't want to do and spend time on the things that you're better off to do. But I'm still trying to balance them both because I'm not where I want to be yet soon. So, um, yeah, balance is a massive thing. I don't know if we ever get that. You know, there's people I spoke to that are billionaires that still are hard finding that balance. You know, it's, 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 and when it's your baby as well, nobody loves it like you do. So I think you still have to brush it with a nice, tiny, small teeth comb certain things because no one's gonna love it like you you know so 100% you said when when your little one was younger and you had those sleepless nights you know like when they were really young and you have to wake Mm. up in the middle of the night changing Mm. the diapers and Mm -hmm. you know doing the night Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's kind of Mm -hmm. like the business is in the face 
inspiration when it's a baby and yeah, um, happiness is a journey for me, that balances. I have to have therapy as well sometimes, and I speak to my good friends, and they like, and I, ha- I have to get guidance from them because, you know, when you're on this journey and and, and you, you you just want to get to the destination, you're like, oh, God, I just want to get there, but they're like, you gotta love the journey, and I think yeah, I've met, have, yeah. <laughs> met so much lovely people on the journey as well, and it's just like, oh. yeah, so it's a blessing, it is, and I've met you on the journey. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we, we we meet we meet at the right times as well, isn't it? That's as yeah. what I feel in this journey. And somebody once said to me, I, I can't remember who, uh, but uh, a while back, it might have been one of my mentors. Um, and they say, think about it like, um, oh yeah, I was going through a bit of a challenge, and you know, and and those single days. <laughs> um, and and they say to me. Um, think about it as the uh, when you're taking a bus, um, and if if you meet somebody um, and you're taking a bus, um, they will come with you on the bus, and you will have conversations on the bus, and a different um, you know at the beginning they will be coming, and you will be meeting at the bus stop. You get on the bus, and then you get off the bus, and then you get back on the bus. You get off the bus. And that will carry on for a bit of time. Similar to when, if you were, say, for example, going to work and you get on the bus and then you get off the bus, isn't it? Mm. Then it will come another time where, you know, the bus will not be, uh, maybe you'll go up in your career or something and you now need to maybe go a further distance. So now you Mm -hmm. take the train, but they're still only taking the bus. So you've got to leave them at the bus stop taking the bus because you're now taking the train. Um, and, or, or it will come to a certain point now where you're taking the plane because you have to take trips, you know, um, because your life has now changed in a certain way. And are they going to, are you going to be still taking the bus or are you going to now move to the next level and start taking the train? And life is like that. So, you know, you meet different people at some different times. You're taking the bus together, you're chatting on the bus, you're laughing, whatever, and then you get off the stop and then you meet again, you get on the bus. And then other people, you meet them when you're taking the train and you're chatting on the train or you, other people you meet on the plane. It just depends. I don't know if that makes sense, but they were explaining to me that you've got to be prepared and ready for every stage of how you meet people, how you receive those people and where you meet them, where, uh, depending on where you are in life. Mm. Um, so I've never forgotten that kind of bus analogy. I, I might have killed it a little bit in Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> Destroyed it completely. <laughs> well, I would say, this is what I would say. Yeah. I feel like your energy never lies so sometimes you meet people that are going to connect with you 
-hmm. and there's some people that are gonna disconnect with you because certain people you travel with because they're on the same journey as you and some people you have to leave because they're stagnant and they don't want to move with you so they become haters or they become someone that you have to leave behind do you know what I mean and yes you should want to come from the bus to the train to the plane but some if that people, makes sense yes, yes. <laughs> some people will come with you on the train that's right and some um, people you have to leave at the bus stop at the bus stop yeah because they, you know and there's nothing wrong they, they just are comfortable taking the bus that's right do you know you're you've got to love them where they are and, and, and allow them to be them um, because yeah. they're just there. <laughs> yeah, but then you, have, you, you won't see them very often because you're trying to get on the train and the oh, plane. The train, and it goes in a different vibration. That's that right. In a different speed. Um, so, and some yeah. people can be upset with that, that you're going on the plane and you're not on the bus, catching the bus with them. But then it's not, it's not our, um, what's the word? It's not up to us. Um, to look at whether they are upset or not upset that's their journey um, so we need to our focus needs to be on us and our journey on our plane our bus um, if they're upset because you're taking the bus we need to be moving at such a high speed that we don't even notice that mm -hmm. if that makes sense because that's not our portion that's their portion I like that. Right. But you know what you know what they say though? New levels, new devils. I like that. Or angels. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You don't get angels. Your angels are with you because they're on the levels. The devils are coming because they don't like you're moving to another level. Okay. Okay. My challenge would be in that case, why is it any of my business and how did I attract those devils? Is that a question to me? Mm. Sometimes you have these people amongst you mm -hmm. because you're on the same level catching the bus. Mm -hmm. But when they see you got ideas and you're getting noticed, mm -hmm. then people that was there see that you're moving without them. Mm -hmm. And then they get envious mm -hmm. and jealous. Mm -hmm. So they want to tear you down. Mm -hmm. But that comes with elevation. <laughs> because you can't have the good without the bad. <laughs> so it's the balance of the yin and the yang. <laughs> Everything is there to teach us something then. Is that what you're saying? The devils are helping us to elevate to a different level. Sometimes. From that they're teaching us something. Sometimes, sometimes they want to try and drag you down to bring you back to catching the bus. How would they do that though? That's my question. There's not. Sometimes they can get a circle of them to gang up on you. Okay. Or sometimes they can actually try and break your character. <laughs> or even carry on and try and break your reputation. There's different layers. Mm of deception and deceit there's a lot of deceit so my challenge would be how have i attracted that 
into my life evade deceit and what is it or what level am i vibrating at that that has come because we can only attract ah no let me take this one step let me take this one step back no 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 sometimes ask a question let me ask a question well hold on this is sometimes people see things in you that you don't see sometimes you shine bright and they're missing that shine you know when they say doug god gives you your anointing not everybody has an anointing so my my this is my question if the sun is shining so if we just go back to nature and we look at nature and we see the sun is shining when the sun is shining yeah can you have the sun shining and have darkness at the same you've got to have the both don't you see the stars no but can you have them at the same time say this again can you have the sun shining and also have darkness at the same time yeah at the same time yeah how it could be sunny here no no in the same place yeah how i could look sunny but in my mind it could be dark for no no we're just talking about nature can you have the sun just nature like forget the mind or no, rain or no you can't you, you, you can't sunny, yeah sunny yes so, exactly so if you have your sun shining so bright mm. where is the darkness going to come from unless you you've got the darkness no you can't you can't think like that but that's how that's how everything works nature is the biggest message there is for how life works when the sun is shining it dulls all the darkness if mm. if you focus on your own sunshine there is no darkness that can come in because you focus on your sunshine your portion is your portion what other people are doing is what they're doing yeah believe that yeah um and i always say if i'm focusing on my portion then i'm 100% responsible for what i am attracting on my plate mm mm i didn't see it like that i see it it's good that it's, that's that's a very good point but I see it as well as people are not going to like you. Yes, That's their portion. You can be shining, but sometimes people like to mash up your stuff. Like, but that's great. their portion. It's got nothing to do with you. I suppose. It's them. If, if, if someone's doing what they're doing and your sun's shining as bright as it's, it's shining, you're focusing on your sunshine. You're not going to notice that. Yeah, you're right. You are right. I love the way the podcast has gone. That's <laughs> 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 some proper yeah. deep stuff. <laughs> That's what it's about, isn't it? Shining, I love it. Blocking <laughs> everybody out, just laser. Let the sun shine as bright as you can and just keep moving towards it. Um, you know, and, and everything else is just gonna, your past is just gonna be lit up, isn't it? Because it's just, you know, looking, looking forward. I want to take us back though to OCIR a little bit. 
because I just love what you're doing with it and I love your mission and I love where it's come from and I love the story of it and I just I want to see it in as many schools as possible I think it's so push push mission. push it you know you've got you've got help as well girl help me push that don't worry it's all it's all rolling in the sun's shining the past price <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what you find most enjoyable in your role what do you love about OCIR and love, the founder, as the founder? I love networking. I love meeting new people. I really enjoy meeting some brilliant people. Um, I love, you know, women as well, because we're just, we're just the greatest. So it's like meeting women tech and meeting women networking groups, which I went to today, which was so phenomenal. I just love meeting people and letting them know what I'm doing and the product that I'm doing and sunshining women as well, you know, women that are just focused and wanting to help each other, you know, help big each other up. So it's just, yeah, for me, the networking and getting the, um, getting the app into schools and having the feedback of saying, oh, it, it's amazing what you're doing and it's helped me so much. That's what I love, knowing that I've come on this planet and done my purpose. That is what I love. That is what I love, yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. And innovation, like you say, you know, it's so crucial in education anyway. Mm. The fact that, you know, this being Black History Month, you know, and we being, you know, Black women, you being in the forefront of creating this unique solution and, mm. and it's being implemented as well through um, through special education needs. The, the combination is just so powerful. Okay, let's switch gears a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's it would be good to know you a bit deeper than just Oh, mum, <laughs> you oh, know, powerhouse dear. woman, founder, a, a, a podcast creator, and you know, radio show host, and you know, leader um, of this lovely team that you have. I want to know a little bit um, about you as Aisha. So, if if we had a dinner, you know, um. And, and um, you could meet any historical figure. Mm. Who would it be and why? Mm. I would meet... Mm. That's a good one. Oh. I've got her name and I forgot her name in one... Gosh, I forgot her name. I can't believe this. Um, Harriet Tubman. Oh, the bus. Hmm? Was she the bus? Was she the one who refused to get to the to sit in the back of the bus? She was the one who refused to. She was a. She was a. She helped the slaves. Mm. And she refused to be a slave. Oh, nice. Nice. Why is that important to you? I refuse to 
to do what anybody thinks that I should do. I like to make room for me. Mm-hmm. I like to have a purpose. I like to do things that I like to do to help the people. Likewise. So you're gonna let you you're the Harriet Tubman of SEM. <laughs> I'm the Harriet Tubman of them. I was gonna say Malcolm X as well. Oh, that's a, that that's a powerful one. Mm. That is a powerful one. That's he's that's a, a powerful combination. Them too. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a he's a. I am a strong woman, and he's a strong man, and he yeah. tried to help his people. So yeah, definitely Malcolm X as well. But I don't like the way he got ex- shot, and killed, but um executed but um sometimes uh when you're too powerful to try and take you out don't they well i suppose your journey is what your journey is isn't it sometimes when you have made the change somebody needs to take over if that makes sense and mm-hmm. I, I, I was having a call was that a friend of mine we were having a conversation the other day about this um and we're talking about our kids as you do <laughs> as mothers um, and um, and I, I remember we say that both of us say this like um, when we were having challenges with our children we looked you know we both used the same line we're like you chose me as your mom I <laughs> <True>. <laughs> just remember that <laughs> I chose you as a son but you chose me as a mom and you know we all choose to come to this earth uh, and to you know in, in the form that we take and then we I don't know if, if we all believe this or not, but we also choose when we go. Um, so, you know, this, this, is, um, this is a funny conversation. This, this is another one that we <laughs> probably... Part two, have. ladies, part two. We're going to do a part two. We need to do another one. <laughs> Spicy. Yeah, so <laughs> that's it then. So before we wrap up, um, I just like to, you know, do a big shout out to um, to our listeners um, and to Aisha. We've been discussing all things and um, OCR, the universe, and <laughs> uh, and as you can tell, we are, you know, we we're both very excited about some very big issues. And, uh, and uh, it's been a fascinating hearing about your fantastic venture, Aisha. Thank you. Uh, and can you maybe tell our listeners where they can connect with you to find out more? My website is www.ocir.co.uk, which pronounces Okia. Or also check me on my IG, which is OCIR underscore app. So please add me on there. And if you need any information, we will get back to you ASAP. Just to let you know a little bit more, the app does not work without a school code. So you have to be connected. So, yeah. That is Thank brilliant you. because that's GDPR, isn't it? Just GDPR, yeah. yeah. And safety of the children. So, yeah fantastic yeah serious things going on but also in a light-hearted manner <laughs> so really lovely Aisha. and um, if you're a school leader facing challenges or you're looking to enhance your leadership skills check out our coaching services 
head over to the Teachers um, Concierge. Uh, our website is www.theteacherschampion.co.uk. Book your free 30-minute strategy session. We're here to support you on your educational journey. And of course, be sure to follow Aisha Bailey Powerhouse on social Ooh, media. Thanks, one to no one. Brilliant. Lovely to have you, Queen. And now, Aisha, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure. And as we say, part two is coming. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being on this enlightening space. Remember, education is a journey. We've been discussing about the happiness journey as well. We're here to navigate it together. Remember to show you some TLC today. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring. Thank you. Bye.